Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. They say that if you're not horny, you're not listening. So, make your lady listen. Mmm, huh. potato chips. So, big potato chip. What do you think? I do feel like there's probably something there because we've been to some libertarian events recently. Mm-hmm. that were big enough parties that you would think that there would be plenty of potato chips there and there wasn't a single one. So my guess is there's probably some sort of big potato chip thing and I just missed the story. Probably. We're bit too busy working, pay our taxes like a good little libertarian, paying our taxes like we should. God, I love taxes. Being like being little cucks to the state like we are. Actually, maybe that that is something that's good to mention. Not us paying our taxes, but uh, us going to some liberty-leaning events. <laughs> I thought you were like cuck parties. <laughs> oh, I didn't go. Just <laughs> there and watch the state rape your chick. Liberty cuck party. Is your chick your wallet in this analogy probably meat wallet (laughs) now that all the kids have stopped listening (laughs) speaking of being a cuck (laughs) joe biden huh you hear about him going to uh suck the prince of saudi off try to get us some more oil giving him little fist bump buddy handshakes and shit like that so we live in a post-satire world, so I don't know what part of this is a joke and what part's not. Like, <laughs> having so, seen Hunter Biden's laptop, yeah, I assume that everyone has done every kind of sexual favor for some oil because they've done more for less. Good point. Good point. In, in case you didn't see the, the Hunter Biden stuff before he got scrubbed, good stuff you missed out you should probably look earlier instead of waiting but i'm sure you can uh ask a couple liberty oriented people to send you some photos you get some get some good old presidential porn (laughs) good stuff no he i don't think that they were doing any like fuck favors and shit like that over there but he was asking for more more oil and and saying, you know, please, 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 because I'm nice and I like you killing Yemenis. And I'll continue to like that if you sell us some more barrels of oil. That way we can get the price down here in the U.S. a little bit lower. And I imagine the prince was like, oh, well, what are our options? You know, we're we're already at, like, full capacity. <sighs> So he's like, oh, well, shit, 
Russia's selling oil for cheap, so real cheap. So I'll tell you what, let's sell them our oil, all of our oil at max price. That'll give them a few more barrels like they wanted at market price. And we'll buy the cheap shit from Russia to use over here. He's like, well, fuck. Hell yeah, Joe Biden. No, I'll do that. The classic Dow Corning against Germany old switcheroo thing. He's just killing it, man. Like, I'm, they knocked the free market out of out of our hands. So the the lower consumer, the non elite consumer of oil, we don't get to drive down prices of oil. But the top players, the governments, who've decided that they run the shit and we just, for some stupid reason, let them, they still have to play in a fucking free market, whether they like to pretend like it or not. And guess who's playing better? The Saudis and the Russians. And here we are with our fucking... The happiest man in the world, as Ben Shapiro always says, because he learns he's the president every goddamn morning when he wakes up. Joe Biden over there negotiated our oil prices. What's funny about that situation is that it's equal opportunity loss. Because like you say, we don't get to make those decisions. These are all made at a much higher level. But let's go and run that scenario with the preferences of, of folks like you and me, and then other folks who have a slightly different bent. For the people who are about conscious capitalism, we'll say, and wish we would vote with our wallets against the evil Russians, the evil this or that, whatever, it's clear that that transaction helped Russia profit. Mm-hmm. It helped the Saudis profit, and we paid a massive price tag for a bunch of oil. We so, are the markup. We are we are the people that they are profiting off of. Yes. So in the whole like moral high ground conversation, those folks aren't happy here clearly. But let's switch the sides and go with the more pragmatic folks, folks such as uh, you and me, or just people who are a little bit colder. And said, okay, well, who has oil for the cheapest? Let's just go straight to Russia. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't do that either. Because we had this weird moral objection to that. So instead of buying it directly from them, we bought it from a middle person who then just ended up buying from Russia anyway. And at a markup again. So we paid the markup, we yeah. paid the markup to someone who would do what we were afraid to do. All of that to say, this is a lose-lose. I don't want to stress the binary of the left versus right, the red team, blue team, but even if we simplify everything to those two points of view, mm -hmm. both have to be upset by that. Yes, and let's, all right. And let's just go ahead and say the world started when Russia invaded Ukraine. So 
Russia is the complete and only bad guy in the situation. Okay. But now let's put oil sales on a free market completely. Okay. So you and I, or our little company can buy from here, there, anybody can buy from anywhere or drill in on our own. Right. So you're going to get more people drilling, more oil coming up, right? More, more different companies to buy from. That's going to put a lot of options on the table, right? So now you're buying from whoever. Now let's start looking at it from a moral point of view. You and I say Russia never being provoked has just invaded Ukraine. And Putin is the ultimate evil person. And there's all these options, right? I buy almost every time from a non-Putin oil buying gas station, right? Our, we got ethanol free and Putin free fuel here, right? So like I'm buying the Putin fuel free fuel like a motherfucker, right? But it's a it's an individual decision. So Putin and these governments can't play different states against state. They can't group a whole people and try to try to manipulate that to get what they want. So now they're playing on a level playing field with everybody. Right? So now they're saying, oh shit, I got to sell my gas, my oil cheaper because it's the only way I can get people to buy it. It means all my competition can charge more than me because I'm an asshole. Those, all that competition will grow. Their companies will become stronger than mine because I can't compete. I have to produce more because I'm a dick. It's not like I'm producing a little bit less quality gas and selling more of it. That's not what's happening here. I'm a dick and people don't like me, so I have to sell at a discount for the same product. In that case, in a free market, people voting with their wallets would work. But because there are monopolies on this, because the state has apparently decided it has that control and we've said okay because i'm an idiot we're in this situation where you and i are being fucked but biden's still the president is still doing his thing still very much invested in ukrainian natural gas going places if we go back to the the other structures that we're talking about like let's just give everybody their opportunity to put their framework in. Uh-huh. If we go back to, let's just say, the constitutional view, where did the president get allocated powers of oil buying? I know that there is nothing in the Constitution allowing the federal government to have any control over not only oil buying, but oil production of any private company. So, under a constitutional framework, 
which I know a lot of our listeners probably still either like or agree with or have some sympathy towards it doesn't it doesn't work like this the state has the government the federal government has no say so constitutionally where they claim they have say so is like just like they do with everything there's like uh international travel commerce clock or you know so reason because it crosses state lines they think that they have power over it, which the the intention of that constitutional clause was to say the federal government shall not <laughs> infringe upon any of that. <laughs> so like <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the separation of church and state. How they'll be like, oh, the church needs to stay away from the state, but it that has nothing to do with that. It's the state shall not infringe upon the church. I I ask through that constitutional lens, even though I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of that approach, but I think it just reminds us that there are all of these departments that have been created that are just blank checks because you get any sort of department of energy department of any of this stuff and they start talking about oil reserves and they set some arbitrary number of things that they have to have. And it's not so much that they are buying this on behalf of every citizen of the United States. It's all just bought through some department that's supposed to be for the good of our country. But they're only trying to justify their department department's budget to get a bigger budget that's their goal every year because well, they're they not going to no... hit their budget if they buy russian oil right so because it's too cheap right so they have no markers to decide whether they're doing good except for to say oh we got a bigger budget right so that's what they work on getting a bigger budget and they're really good at it and the state is really good at it i mean what what was Joe Biden, that that company that they just invested billions in, the green company, like well this year, it, like it was like forty eight hours after they invested billions in it, it went under. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like you knew it was going to do that. There was a, like some sort of kickback for doing this. Somebody, somebody knew that. You know, somebody got paid off. Is what happened, you know? D billions of dollars just went into an account and then it got closed out. That money disappeared. Well, the problem is it didn't disappear. The problem is it's going to stay in that system and continue to drive profits towards people who are not like us. And cause inflation for other people. It cause inflation for us, right? Yeah. I get it. It's just... My point being is it didn't advance any green technology, <laughs> you know, so-called green technology. No, I mean, and, it, and it you disappeared say, instantly. <laughs> well, and you could say that they should be held accountable for that. Like there should be some recourse. Who? Because they because, be in the company or they be in our government and gave them the money. 
I would say both. Realistically, yeah. I think we should be a bit more lenient on the business side. Yeah. But holding the government accountable to that. Okay. Say your job, you're paid a lot of money to go wine and dine congressmen to get money for solar ass kissers. That's the name of the... S-A-K. SAC. SAC Enterprises. Right. You get paid a lot of money. That's what you do. That's your job. You go around, you lobby, you get all the talking points, plus you wine and dine these people, and then you get a bunch of money sent to them. That's all you know. That's your job. You've had jobs like this before, and you know you know the money's wasted, but you don't necessarily know it's going to be wasted this time. So when it happens, how liable are you? It's how you pay. It's how you pay rent. That's how you put food on your family's table, or whatever. Right? How liable are you? Well, there's you being liable, and then there's me having a reasonable expectation that you would keep doing that because you've got an incentive structure that keeps you doing that. Mm-hmm. People are accountable and liable for things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I wouldn't do the same if I were in the same position. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason that they keep doing that is because they aren't held accountable for that. Mm, yeah. But, but the again, people I think who has, would hold them accountable are the people they're lobbying. So... What I'm saying is there's a power structure in place that makes this a job. Makes a makes manipulating people and power into stealing from other people to give to other there's there's a power source that that is dedicated to doing that that it is financially beneficial for any company wanting to step their game up to get in the market to start investing in manipulating these this power structure. So if you want to su- succeed in your business at a certain point in your growth, you have to get into this game or you're not stepping your game up, right? So I understand why businesses do it. I'm not saying that it is a morally correct thing to do. But the problem is there's a power structure that if you decide not to, your competition can go and wind and dine somebody into you not existing anymore. And, and I'm in agreement with you. It's hard yeah. to blame them because of the position they're in. But those are not elected officials. Those are not people who we as a citizenry have a duty to hold accountable. Right. These are people who are playing the game. And one could argue that these elected officials are playing the same game. The difference is we write the rules to that game. Mm -hmm. Yet we continue to put those people in that place. Right. As if to say this is totally fine. Right. The people from the company are playing the game that exists. We are the ones make believe creating this power structure for them to play in. There's no reason for this power structure to be there. There's none whatsoever. No matter what you were taught in school, there is no reason why anybody 
should declare under federal law how much water your poop should fall into in your own property. I know I bring that up a lot, but it's fucking regulated. That is so goddamn stupid that somebody would regulate how much water that your poop can fall into in your property. Well, if you think about the water cycle, it's not really your water. It's our water. I'm sorry, but if I paid for it, it's mine. And if it was private, it would be a lot more accurately priced. We do have private water. We have bottled water that's private. It's a lot more expensive, right? That is correct, yep. How much water would I poop into if I had to pay bottled water prices? Might be less than what I'm pooping into now. I don't fucking know. I don't know the natural rate, the natural cost of water because it's subsidized, it's regulated, it's, it's all over the place. Maybe we should all be shitting into special waterless toilets. Maybe we would if it was natural rates of cost. But we don't know where technology is going because we're regulated into making a toilet that flushes at 1.3 or whatever it is now. It might, if you would let it go natural, it, we might not be using water to flush our poop anymore. But as of right now... You have a regulation. That's what you make. I'd say that one, though, is is probably a bit harder of a sell because it is a natural resource. It is a bit more universally necessary. And as opposed to the like oil conversation where we're paying more than we should, we're actually paying probably less than we should. So our inclination is to be a bit less angry about it because on the whole, we're all getting a better deal out of it. But places that have a lot of water are subsidizing the cost for places that don't. So I like water because water shows you a lot of things that I come from the right. So, you know, farmers are heroes and shit like that. But like, that's just a blanket statement on the right. But when you really look into it, there are things about farming. Some are, some farmers are, are definitely victims of the state. And some are definitely benef- benefit uh, from the state being around. So in Arizona or the desert of, of California, they pay the tenth of what you pay for water at your house because the farmers have a special discount for watering desert plants. That just means that the cost of everybody's water goes up, right? And the people who use the most of it in your drought, let's conserve water areas, pay way under market price for it meaning that more farms move into places that don't naturally have water because the cost-benefit analysis is offset. But I think that is a different argument than 
just talking about like water treatment being subsidized on the whole, like having different areas pay less or more, you know, based on what they're using for agriculture versus like the needs of humans, I think are two different arguments. Both probably lead to the same conclusions if you're hard-lined about it, but... It's still a free market versus non-free market brain teaser because it's not always cheaper to be free market. In fact, I would say for the actual item, you you probably tend to pay more across the board for items in general. It's just that your your money wouldn't wouldn't inflate like crazy and your your taxes wouldn't be taken out and you would end up with being better off and the the all the profits would go towards technology and the companies wanting to outdo the other company for your project product so because they're not monopolied in by government so they're like you would have water companies coming up with new ways to produce water out of i don't know dehumidifiers or rain collectors or something that it were cheap cost or whatever and like i, I guarantee you'd be no time before that cost benefit would skew back towards cheaper because the benefit of the company would not be towards buying off a politician to be still the provider of the natural gas but like it would be about the customer would actually be the customer therefore to make that person happy is now the number one goal of the company because that's how they beat out their competition so within no time, like all the shortcomings of the free market and cost benefit would would eventually just just change. So all I'm saying is like you got to look at it. You you don't just look at. I think that happens with farming a lot, where you're like fuck, you know, farmers got a bum rap, and so we come up with some new farmer subsidy, and then. It just it it blows everything out out of whack everywhere else, and then this just looks a little bit more right. The, these farmers, these cattle farmers, say they're in southern Texas look a little more right because we've changed the water laws for the streamers or whatever, right? But it screws everything up everywhere else, and there's no there's no natural market creating a solution for the problem it just gets passed on to other people the cost of the problem gets passed on to different people it happens everywhere no matter what we're talking about no matter what we're talking about the toilet water or the oil or cow poop or corn or natural gas any of it we are not doing it the most efficient way to make everybody's life easier because the government's in the way of figuring out what is the best way. There's only one way to know what the best way is to, to know what it actually costs to do it this way because cost really is production. 
is what is your value? What is what do you add to the world? Okay, I'm willing to pay you X amount to do that. Are you willing to take that? Yes, no, whatever. That you're getting that. You're creating a value greater than what you're getting to that company. Therefore, they are getting what they deserve for investing in you doing it, whatever, right? Now we know if if the state's out of that, we know what your market rate is and what you're providing. Therefore, you can use that. You have all of it. You didn't have to give 30% of it, 40, 50% of it to anybody else to go out and divvy it up how you think it should be spent for your family and how it should be saved, invested, buy for today type shit, whatever. And then that creates knowledge for everybody to know, oh, well, more people are buying used today products. They're not saving for tomorrow. So what do we do? Interest rates are higher, right? Because there's not anything really to loan out. Interest rates are higher. And then when people start to go, oh, well, today products are getting expensive. Um, and But, you know, lawnmower... This commercial lawnmower to start up a lawn company, it's, you know, the price of it's going down, starting to save. Now, as you start to save money, then the cost of a loan becomes cheaper. The interest rates go down because the banks have a lot of money in there to loan out. So then you get an actual accurate signal from the market to what you should be investing in, how you should be spending your money. So we're not doing stupid shit that we don't need to be doing. But right now it's so convoluted with water. We're spending too much water sprinkling the desert in circles, but they don't have drinking water. Please don't take a shower in LA. Meanwhile, you've got a goddamn sprinkler shooting gallons and gallons of it out in the desert. And then you go out to a rainy ass area in the middle of the middle of America they don't have the fucking farm on it. You know what I mean? Or it's being paid not to grow. He's being subsidized to not grow crops right now. Well, why would you grow anything when it's cheaper to buy it from a farmer who's been subsidized, right? <laughs> Which is funny. And that's the irony is that that is the free market at work. Yeah, it it, it is. It's a free market trying to figure out a way around all these state implemented roadblocks but it is the least the more roadblocks that it's got to go around it's just like a car with gas if you can't get if you've got a straight line from here to there but there's fucking roadblocks and you've got to go it takes from two mile drive now you drive 17 miles to get there it costs a fucking butt ton more and everybody's poor because of it now, just thinking about that system and if we take it down piece by piece, right? Go back to that same situation where we're going to the Saudis to get oil. Mm-hmm. Let's say we dismantle this whole thing here and the Fed, all that's gone. But these world governments still exist. Mm-hmm. Do they treat us the same? The good thing about it is, is we'll be able to react without having a government that controls everybody 
doing one thing, right? Different companies will be able to react to stupid other government laws or regulations in different ways and find the best way to manipulate that arbitrary law into our favor. Yes, it may make the whole world a little poor every time that they do that stuff, just like it does when we create a law. But by us not having that in place, we will not be contributing to the world being poor. We will be contributing to the world being richer. Everybody. And we will be able to find ways around their stupid shit better and faster because we won't all have to screw up in the same way and then hope the dumbass in charge changes it later because he's doing it wrong. You don't think that they would attempt to gouge us all because we don't have collective bargaining? Do I think that they would try to gouge us all? Well, no, I don't. I mean, what? How could they? You just drive us out of their market. Once you run the price up, you just make it not worth buying. So we don't buy it. We find a way, another way. You Now you've, whatever competes with whatever you were selling is now the thing. Which I think is a perfectly acceptable answer in the long term. But in the short term, when we have a ton of infrastructure that relies on that, we can't just not buy it. What would we not have to buy? Oil. Okay. We're the most powerful country in the world. United States right now. Our leader is technically the most powerful man in the world. Joe Biden. He goes and asks Saudis to produce more oil. And what do they do? I can't produce anymore. We're producing max. Well, I'll buy some from Russia. Who He says... Nobody's allowed to buy from. People want the cheaper shit. There will always be somebody who will sell it. That's why black markets. Prohibition doesn't fucking work, man. Black markets exist in the world, too. Do you think uh, China hasn't been selling uh, Iran stuff, even though they've agreed not to? But those are on the same level. Those are sort of state to state government to government that's what i'm saying like if we are the first one to drop the wall would it not be in all of their interests to price fix no prohibition doesn't work man but that's what i'm saying if, if they're all if they're all states and they all and that's agree, what i'm saying prohibition doesn't work there'll always be somebody selling to us no matter what and if they sell it too high, we'll come up with a way to make it ourselves. Does That's it easier hurt? said than done. When does it does it hurt for a little monopolies? while? No, it doesn't because the cost of the state existing costs so fucking much. If they price fix the shit out of us, I guarantee you we'd still be off cheaper. Four or five months a year, you you are a slave labor. That's a lot of goddamn income. You never even see stolen and state and federal taxes not to mention the fucking inflation all this shit's gone baby we're banking right off the rip we are the richest motherfuckers in the world once that happens because the state isn't sucking all that wealth everybody's clamoring to make money off of us and the cool thing about it is we will be willing to buy it 
and make friends with people. Companies will be friendly interactions with other people, governments and whatever. Right now, we are the most hostile country in the goddamn world. If anybody's price gouging us, it's now because we are fucking with everybody. I think a lot of countries out there would be just happy if we'd quit killing them. Even for a day or two. They'd be happy to start trade relations if it meant they didn't get killed every day. It's a trap. There's no con-